Welcome to Japanese Made Easy, where we use advanced techniques like pattern recognition and contextual learning so you can quickly and easily start speaking Japanese. Hi, this is Greg. Welcome to Japanese Made Easy, episode 13. In Japanese, counters seem to be an area of stress for students, so moving forward in the podcast, in addition to more particle uses, I want to start introducing counters so that by the end, they too are no big deal. First, though, let's jump right in and do some review that we'll need for today's episode. A friend of yours went to lunch with another friend. In casual Japanese, only two words ask them, who with? Including the word go, try saying, who'd you go with? First in polite Japanese, and then casual, say, I saw a movie. And casual? Polite Japanese, Ask somebody if they can play golf. Casual Japanese say, I can't play golf. Translate this into natural English. I'd translate that as, can you play soccer? Politely answer, yes, I can play soccer. はい。サッカーはできますよ。And do you recall the name we gave to this question and answer pattern? That was asking a question or answering a question about ability with wa dekiru. Okay, three more. Casual Japanese. We'll ask somebody what they did. First, how would you ask, what'd you drink? What'd you eat? Nani tabeta? What'd you watch or see? Nani mita? In Japanese, there are a variety of words related to the idea of person. We've heard one already. Nihonjin. So we use jin in this case for nationality. See if you can figure out the meaning of these two words used together. Steve talks about a party and mentioned the number of people that were there, but his friend was texting and didn't really hear him. His friend asks, Nanning? Steve replies, mm, Five people. Later, Steve's friend is talking about an online game called Lots of Us. She said it's cool and mentions how many people are on a team. Steve didn't hear the number of people on a team, so clarifying, he asks, Nanning? His friend answers, eight people. What you're hearing there is a variation on the word what, as in, Nani nonda? What did you drink? But shorter, just, Nang. And the counter or counting word for people. Ning. By counter, I mean a word used when talking about amounts of things. In this case, people. 
So we're literally asking what people, but because this is the common way to ask the number of something, the idea of number of is implied by the speaker and completely understood by the listener. In English, we use how many. In Japanese, they go with what number of. So that's the question, but we need to understand the answer. This far along in your studies, I assume you know the numbers 1 through 10. So we'll work with those. Thinking back to our examples, asking to clarify the number of people when she didn't hear it. And Steve's answer, five people. Had it been in Japanese, gonin, go, or five, and the counter for people, nin, then we didn't clearly hear the number of people on a lots of us team. Try clarifying what number of people? Nanin. And the answer, just eight people. Hachinin. Okay, you try it. You didn't hear the number of people mentioned, so how would you ask what number of people? Nanin. And how would they reply three people? Sanin. Throwing a bit of a curveball, try this one. Still casual. A person mentions seeing a movie. Ask, what did you see? Nani mita? They answer and mention how many people went. You didn't hear the number clearly, so ask, how many people? Nanin. How would they answer six people? Rokunin. Let's expand on this idea using our verb for existence. Steve is talking about the party and says there weren't very many people there, so his friend asks, Nanin ita? He replies, How would you translate literally? We have what, then number of people, existed. More naturally, how many people were there? And the answer, Seven people existed, with the yo on the end giving the feeling that this is friendly, or likely new or perspective-changing information. Imagine two people are on the phone and there's a get-together, using our time word, ima, or now, and keeping in mind that time words tend to go at the beginning of sentences, how might a person ask, How many people are there right now? Think through it literally if necessary. Now, what number of people exist? And how would you translate this answer into natural English? There are 10 people here right now. The here and there are implied and not really necessary. Okay, so far so good.
I think there are a couple of reasons people tend to think counters are difficult, and we'll talk about those later, but one of the reasons is this. Typically, from the number 3 and on, we can just use normal Japanese numbers, but for 1 or 2, we don't typically use the numbers ichi or ni. And what we do use can change slightly depending on what counter we're using. That being said, the words aren't difficult or anything. The problem really just comes from a person thinking, I'm going to study counters, and then looking at the overview of all of them that are involved, and it then seems overwhelming. If we take them one at a time, though, and do one every couple of lessons, it really won't be a big deal. Continuing on, you know how sometimes you ask a person a question and they just draw a blank? So you might prompt them to jog their memory. Let's imagine that's the situation. So a Japanese person asks you, how many people were at a place? They know your Japanese is good enough that you understand the question, but you're drawing a blank on how many people were actually there. So to help you recall, they hold up one finger and ask, No response from you. They hold up two fingers and say, You're still drawing a blank. They hold up three fingers and say, Ah, that's it. So you tell them, That's right, there were three people. Now that you've heard them once, let's get the pronunciation and then remember them. If you aren't driving in your car, hold up one finger to represent one person and say, Now two fingers and say, This he of hitori and fu of futari is somewhat of a pattern we can use for other things when we get to them. For now, just listen and hold up the appropriate number of fingers as we go. Now repeat at the same speed. Okay, try saying there was one person. There were two people. There are three people. Listen to the polite versions real quick. There's one person. There was one person. Both there is and there were two people. Okay, you try saying both for three people. There wasn't any setup for those, but based on who you were talking to and feel, you could have attached yo. One more time before we take a break. Polite Japanese asks somebody, how many people are there right now? Tell them there are four people. You could have included ima, either way is fine.
And now here's your tip of the day from Japanese Made Easy. Today's tip is quick and easy. When you're in Japan and you're using your Japanese, try asking questions that you already know the answer to. That might sound like a dumb thing to do or a waste of a person's time, but it's not. Because, since you already know the information, you can relax and focus all of your attention on listening to the native speaker. For example, if you notice a person on the street who doesn't seem busy or not in a hurry, and you're headed to a place, say Starbucks, try asking where the nearest Starbucks is. Again, even though you may know exactly how to get there, because we want to analyze their answers and their word choice and so on, without the stress of, man, I gotta make sure I remember all of this. So that's the tip of the day. From time to time, ask questions you already know the answer to. But of course, ask somebody who doesn't look too busy with something else. What you'll find is that, generally speaking, people are glad they were able to help. I'd done that a few times, and the person ended up literally walking me to the Starbucks. And we chatted along the way. So don't be shy, most people will be glad to help. Continuing on, we're going to learn a new particle, and I imagine you already know this usage as it's learned fairly early on. We do have to officially cover it though, but we'll go quick. Recalling our question word, Doko? Remember a few episodes back when John asked Carol out and she said she was going to a movie with Slash? Well, Slash had to go on tour, so that date never happened. Carol decided to give John another shot. So John planned an awesome dinner and a movie date, and they went out. The next day, Carol is talking to Emmy on the phone about the big date. Carol says, They went to a restaurant and. Can you guess what she ate? Listen one more time. Sounds pretty close to the English version hamburger. But not with an M, it's the Japanese N. Hamburger. And then like a B A G A. Baga. Hamburger. Then Emmy wants to know where, so she asks, Doko de? So there we are hearing where and our new particle, de. Let's get right to the super literal translation for this one. We'll think of de as the location that was utilized when doing the action. We'll come back to John and Carol's awesome date in a second. First, listen to these three examples. Kenji mentions the place and what he had to drink there, saying, Starbucks. The location utilized when doing the action. Coffee drank. Restaurant. Location utilized when doing the action. Sandwich o ate. We didn't drop the o particle because it was polite. With just that, in casual Japanese, try saying, 
I ate a hamburger or hamburgers at Burger King. Start with the place. Burger King でハンバーガー食べた。So back to the hot date. Carol mentioned to Emmy that she had a hamburger, and Emmy asked, どこで How would you translate Carol's reply into natural English? She says, Mac. Yeah, just the short version of McDonald's. And let's have a moment of silence for John. Okay, if you're a Japanese Mastery Method student, you probably already know this word. Or if you're already in Japan, you certainly know this word. But let's get it from context anyway. When the train stopped at Tokyo, a bunch of people got off the train. And one more. If you're going to take a train somewhere, you can buy tickets at the ticket counter located in the Eki. When we hear this word, we typically think of train stations. Kyoto Eki. Kyoto Station. As with any airport or large station, there are usually places to eat in or around the station. Using the easy cognate, ramen, ramen, or ramen, casual Japanese try saying, I ate ramen at Tokyo Station. Again, start with the place. Tokyo Eki de ramen o tabeta. Repeat after our native speaker. Sushi. Sushi. Pronouncing it exactly as you did just now, tell somebody in polite Japanese, I ate sushi at the station. Eki de sushi o tabemashita. A person didn't hear what you said, so they asked the entire sentence, Where did you eat? Doko de tabemashita ka? Repeat what you said. I ate sushi at the station. Eki de sushi o tabemashita. Going back to review a bit before we move on, how would you translate this question? Nani ita? What number of people existed? How many people were there? How would you answer one person existed or there was one person? Two people. Three people. Now that John is out of the picture, Kenji asks Carol if she wants to meet up for coffee. Carol and Emmy hadn't talked in a while, so catching up on latest events, Carol mentions Kenji to Osaka eki de coffee nonda. Let's walk through that literally. Listen one more time. Kenji to Osaka eki de coffee nonda. Kenji with Osaka Station de or place that was utilized coffee drank. I had coffee with Kenji at Osaka Station. Technically speaking, the word order could have been switched to. Speaking of tomorrow's plans, polite Japanese. For example, you need to buy train tickets for an upcoming trip. 
Try saying, I'll go to the station. I went to the station. Then, speaking of what happened on the weekend, how would Carol tell Emmy I had ramen with Kenji at a restaurant? Start with Kenji. Kenji to restaurant de ramen tabeta. Kenji to restaurant de ramen tabeta. Seems like Carol and Kenji are getting along pretty well. Carol tells Emmy, Kenji to Sapporo de sushi taberu. Kenji to Sapporo de sushi taberu. Literally, Kenji with the English pronunciation Sapporo. The location utilized to do the action will eat. More naturally, I'm going to have sushi with Kenji in Sapporo. It's a bit of a stretch to say the city of Sapporo was used. So we can also think of this usage of de as the place where the action occurred. Let's get one more easy place word and we'll wrap it up. Some well known ones are the Sheraton and Hilton. Hotel. Hotel. So you might hear Hilton Hotel. Or Sheraton Hotel. Any of the more well known hotels will be understood in Japan. Polite Japanese, try saying, I ate a sandwich and a hamburger at the hotel. Hotel de sandwich to hamburger wo tabemashita. Hotel de sandwich to hamburger wo tabemashita. And finally, a couple days later, Carol calls Emmy and asks what she's up to. Emmy mentions her plans for tomorrow night. How would you translate what she says into natural English? Hilton Hotel de Kenji to Netflix miru. I'd translate that as I'm going to watch Netflix with Kenji at the Hilton. Okay, your homework for this one is to practice counting people. Try to be discreet, but as you encounter a person or people throughout the day, try counting how many there are. Just for the bit of physical input, as you say one person, two people, three people, or more, at least twitch one or two or three of your fingers, corresponding to the amount of people you're counting. This little bit of physical activity while trying to remember something kind of helps. Alright, see you in the next episode. This has been another episode of Japanese Made Easy. For additional practice audios and downloads, visit JapaneseMadeEasy.com. 